When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. Well, good morning and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Audrey? Dave. Let's start off with some bad news. This is some bad news. Our trust has been shattered after all of these years. The things that we hold nearest and dearest to our hearts. And of course, I'm talking about Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Um, A class action lawsuit has been filed Mm -hmm. in Cook County, Illinois, against the makers of Fireball Cinnamon over what the plaintiff alleges is purposefully misleading packaging. So here's the tea, though, is that I was reading further on this, and it's only in like specific areas where the minis, the Fireball minis, contain, it's like a malt beverage instead of the whiskey. So it's like gas stations. It's not whiskey. But if you get the minis in, say, like a liquor store, they are going to be whiskey. So, yeah, I mean, kind of, but it seems like really vague, right? So, I mean, yes. they're, they're saying that the Fireball Cinnamon that's sold in U.S. stores where they can only sell, like you're saying, beer, malt beverages, wine, etc. Like, gas stations. Like gas stations and grocery stores in a lot of True. parts of the yeah. country. Uh, they aren't the same as the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, which, of course, actually contains whiskey. Uh, but people are like, well, so wait a second. If I have been buying Fireball at all of these convenience stores or what is what have I been drinking and why did I think that it was shots of fireball when it's really just cinnamon flavored malt liquor it's I know I know and it's funny because I was whenever I was skiing I shot one of those little mini fireballs Mm -hmm. on the uh, on the slopes and on um, the ski lift specifically great way to stay warm I thought so too Mm -hmm. but I mean if I was acting tipsy in the club, must have been the elevation. <laughs> because like you said, what was I drinking? Isn't yeah. that scary? Like, what was I consuming then? Again, Fireball, how could you mislead us? We trusted you for two things. Absolute drunkenness and a roaring hangover. A roaring hangover. You know, it's <laughs> kind of funny. Whenever I was bartending back in the day, back in college, um, the Fireball machine, let me tell you, I went, worked in a grimy place. Classy. That thing did not get clean. Oh, and the sticky. sugar, the oh, sugar just like calcified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so foul. Like on the God. outside of like the top where the Fireball, because you know how they look, right? Where it's yeah. the bottle tipped over. Yeah. And there was always some that got spilled. Is there, actually, it's an interesting point because is there anything other than Jägermeister and Fireball Machines? Do they have that for other liquors? I don't know. I feel like those are the only two that I've ever seen, but I would imagine that the Jägermeister Machines also very gross. I mean, I... I mean, both of those are... They're just... It's because they're so thick. Thick. Thicky icky. Ugh. I mean, maybe... No, I can't think of anything else that would deserve to be... Nope. Those are the only two. upside down... 
Shooters. <laughs> Shooters. Shooter, shoot, baby. Uh, so, Audrey, this is the second time in just a few days that we've seen something like this. I don't know if the one that you showed me the other day on TikTok was new, but it was very uh, Final Destination-esque, where the person is driving down the road and what looks like, I don't know, much larger than a two-by-four. Okay. I don't know exactly the a size log. of whatever that piece of wood was that was flying through the air, but it went straight through the windshield and th- stuck into the passenger seat right next to the person. Well, now we have... Another one, but this no. is an actual branch off of a tree. Dude. That same thing went through passenger somebody's windshield side. and hit the passenger side through the windshield. If there was somebody in the passenger seat, would have impaled them a la Final Destination. Thankfully, there wasn't. This comes to us from New Hampshire. Said the driver, lucky to escape with just a small injury when a massive tree branch impaled the windshield of the car. If you're driving, do you think... God is trying to send me a signal that I have been very naughty? Or do you think this is like going to give you a second lease on life? Like, I can now officially be extra naughty because I'm invincible. <laughs> like, which way do you go? I don't, which I don't, I don't do think, you take? I don't think I'd lean that way and be like, all right, I'm going to go all out because what if God just missed? <laughs> He was just trying. He was trying. <laughs> he doesn't have that good of a He's toss like, from ah, upstairs. Next time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you come from a military family, so I'm I sure do. that you would agree that the uh, the United States military as a whole is the most impressive military in the entire world, oh. without question. Yeah, without question. Um, and, and normally you don't hear about a lot of you know things coming out of the military that are problematic because they do a pretty good job of keeping things in line, but also they do a pretty good job of keeping things quiet. But from time to time, things do sneak out. Uh, and in this case, the thing that sneaks out is a booty biter. A booty biter. biter. Is that what they call it? Uh, Well, that's what I'm calling it. Uh, Police arrested a member of the U.S. Coast Guard at a naval air station in Key West uh, on multiple felony charges, accusing him of biting three young ladies near their butt during a sleepover. So there's a girl who lives with this guy. His name is Craig Hooker. 29. Mr. Hooker. (laughs) Dr. Hooker. Doctor. And two of her friends had a sleepover at his home, and the girls were wrestling and biting each other on a bed when Hooker came into the bedroom. Hooker joined in, I guess, the fun, as he thought, wrestling and biting the three girls two or three times near the area of their thighs and buttocks, making them feel uncomfortable. Uh, None of the girls reported biting him back, but one of the girls did have a, a bruise on her leg from the biting. And the girl told police that she believed that Hooker uh, believed that bathing suits were too revealing and bad things can happen when you wear such revealing clothing. He faces a whole bunch of charges and has been arrested. Okay. It's our fault for wearing the bathing suits. It's not your fault for your lack of control. Got it. Bursting into a room and start biting people. Got it. It has nothing to do. You know know what? What's What's so great is personal accountability just doesn't exist. It's the girl that said that. Like, what kind of brainwashing is going on here where she thinks that it's it's their problem for having fun with each other and then this dude walks into the room and starts biting everybody. Well, it's just it's just how honestly a lot of people were just raised like that modesty like you need to be able to be clothed a certain way even in schools. I mean, it's indoctrinated into elementary schools that you have to have certain types of length of of tops and your yeah. cleavage has to be covered and your legs have to be covered because if not your distraction in schools. That Actually, was a big thing for you growing up, right? Did yes. your mom always say modest is hottest? Mod- is hottest yeah. and if you show leg then cover up top if you show up top then cover your legs um, like that is just how i mean at least 
at least I was raised that way because my mom was raised that way, right? Yeah. But it kind of reminds me, did you see there was a... Uh, there was something was happening in like the court of law where they were discussing uh, the way that lawyers should should dress and present themselves, and it was this huge thing. And um, it was like a woman who was—I'm sure she was kind of having to fall on the sword. Sorry for the assumption, but that's what it is. She was kind of saying, "Listen, if you are coming in." to um, represent someone and if you have cleavage that's not workplace appropriate so if you are coming to be a lawyer in this courtroom then you have to wear a suit jacket and suit pants in order I to mean, be just a lawyer boobs relax everybody well also there are women who are curvy yeah. and you can't wear a button down without it doing the the spread the yeah. the Basically, your buttons are doing spread eagle. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like this lady. She's Them just been brainwashed. Buttons. Yeah, the hussy buttons. Them little hussy buttons. Hooker buttons. <laughs> How dare you come in with boobs in this courtroom? <laughs> like, what? So this is pretty cool for uh, for military members. So related to the military, totally different story. Um, they are going, the Department of Defense came out and said they're going to open live streaming functionality up overseas for military members to finally be able to watch NFL games for free. Oh, I was like, they haven't even had Netflix. <laughs> no, so the American forces will live stream the uh, the Super Bowl come February twelfth, and uh, AFN Now, mobile streaming app for service members, launched a couple of months ago, and they've been undergoing a whole bunch of tests. But if you're stationed overseas and your favorite football team happens to be, you know, headed towards the Super Bowl, being able to watch that is a really big deal. And the fact they're just finally figuring that out is a little ridiculous, but it's still great news. Wait a second, you're telling me. That we have some of the most intelligent men and women and some of the highest, like... All of the tech in the world. Tech. All of the advancement. And we, and can't, we can't get these boys football. Out. Exactly. Are you kidding me? So when they show those people sitting in that room on Fox... And what are like, they watching? Yeah, they're just wondering, they watching nothing? I've been lied to. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the tone. Idea for Dave. You get a vasectomy, you also get a recliner. Message deleted. Oh, that's a good idea. But I, I don't feel like I've got great negotiating strength with the wife when it comes to the uh, the recliner talk. Because you haven't been looking at the style that she likes. It's not about the style. It's about the comfort. Uh, it's a recliner. Do you want a recliner or do you not? I do. Okay. So you need to look at the style that she likes. You know what's so funny is that my wife, I caught her uh, on Zillow the other day, which I always tell her, what are you doing? Stop that on Zillow. You you start looking at houses that you know we can't afford. What are you doing? <laughs> it's a dream. <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? And there was one house. She's like, oh, look at this beautiful property. I'm like, yeah, that's stunning. Uh, you know, it's $3 million. Of course yeah. it's great. But we got to the we got to the garage, and there was a beautiful three car garage with an epoxy floor and a recliner in the middle of it. And I'm like, that man, even though he bought a three million dollar house, still has to sit in the garage if he wants to enjoy his recliner because it wasn't aesthetically pleasing. Well, you know what? I what? feel like maybe what? men like the garage. Because it's by their tools and things. Dude, I'll tell you what, us us guys like anything where it's like our space. Because the wife obviously has a much better eye for design and the, she makes the house look good. I would have a Scarface poster up probably because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next to your swords. 
first off, how did you know I have swords? <laughs> Secondly, you have, wait, no, you don't have an actual sword, do you? I, you have like a machete. I have a machete and an actual sword. What? In case somebody breaks in, I want to be able to do that thing where I'm like, whoa, 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 one in each hand. You know? <laughs> I'm ready for I you. I am here for you. Come closer to my Scarface sword so we can get this for <laughs> video online for my ring cameras. <laughs> can you imagine you just next <laughs> fighting someone in your home with a machete and a sword and there's a Scarface poster in the background? Hell yeah. Instant viral sensation. Badass. Okay, so sorry. Anyways, your well, wife has way better, way better interior design Way, 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 way better. She, she understands how to make things look great. Uh, but with that said... Us guys will take any, like, have you heard how excited we get about basements? Yeah, I do. Even unfinished basements. Like, just a space that's ours mm-hmm. where we can go do whatever you we want. You and the spiders. We, me, the spiders, and my boys on Sundays can come over and hang out and watch football. We'll give a, a paps to our little eight-legged friends that are hanging out in the corner. You're like, not drinking fine with it. paps. You're, I, you, IPAs. Okay, Actually, a- you might have to go back to Paps if you've got an unfinished basement because you're working to save up to finish, to the, finish basement. the basement. Yeah. So yeah, you're drinking Paps. You're drinking Paps yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it can be a basement that's unfinished. It can be a tool shed outside. As long as we have our little space, like we're happy. That's all we you need. You know what though? Those tool sheds. The little. You know what I'm talking about. Like the tool sheds, like the actual like like garden sheds. I have seen some people who have been decking those out as like their own little bar space. Have you heard about what they're called now? If they, like the, when the women do it, because the women are of course taking those over as well. What they're, are we they're, calling they're them? They're called she sheds. She sheds. It's a thing. By it's the a she thing. shore. It, look it up. It's like there's some <laughs> she sheds which are obscene because they're beautiful and it's like where we sit and have tea and just talk. And you're like, no. nah, man, like you're supposed to be a bunch of hoes, like actual garden hoes, like hanging on the walls <laughs> along with the smell of gasoline. And We're training out one hoe for another. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What was something that wound up being totally different than you imagined it to be? Message deleted. Oh, my first marriage, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Same listening to Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Gentlemen, if you don't think that your woman is watching every single move that you make at every waking, and not even waking, while sleeping moment, you are sorely mistaken. Body language, too. The, even, the moves that you're not even making without making them. Your energies. Cu- oh, your, your energies. energies. Oh, mm-hmm. The way you said hello this morning wasn't sounding like you love me very much. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let me give you a real-life example of what I'm talking about. Audrey has noticed something about her boyfriend because she has been watching everything that he does. Oh, no, 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 no. So, okay, so this isn't this isn't me because I'm a great gift giver. Uh-huh. This isn't me for real. This I'm a really good gift giver. I wouldn't I would know you've never given me a gift. We have a rule. I love giving gifts. Mm. That's actually one of my ways that I show love is like I am a spoiler. Are I you? spoil. Okay. It's so, kind of a toxic trait of so mine. So you, uh, you give excellent gifts and all the stuff that you got your boyfriend say for the holidays he loved. Yes. Yes. Or at least told you that he loved. Right. But you, you're convinced no, but, like, that you I actually. I see him using them. Yeah, that's, which is great. Um, that's not the problem. The problem is that he received a gift, not from you, because you're an excellent gift giver, from yes. his mother, 
and he is not using it. Enough. Well, yeah. So I'm just wondering. So like, I mean, and it's not even that he dislikes the gift. It's just I'm wondering because, you know, a lot of people during the holidays, you just get so much excess, right? Like there's mm-hmm. just so many things that you end up getting. Uh, maybe not because you guys have kids. A lot of the money goes to the children. But I'm just wondering if you have kids, if you are giving your kids all of these gifts that you thought that they would love and some things got used and other things didn't. Like, how does that how, how does that make you feel? Like, does it make you want to, like, give left, less gifts the next year or does it feel like you just didn't get the right kind of gifts because for, like for my kids no my, my kids are the same with all gifts they love the gift ex- for exactly 11 seconds and then it's on to the next thing so that's a, that's a normal yes. thing for yeah. at least for kids yeah i mean there's a couple that like sneak through that kind of become like the favorite things which are really cute you know uh but for the most part everything is disposable and so what i've started doing is like my daughter just turned seven mm-hmm. and she wanted a nintendo switch and i thought well that's good for me as well, because I love Mario Kart. Right, GoldenEye, right. you saw that? Yes, GoldenEye being re-released for I a, love that you're, you're welcoming Switch. the gaming world. Look at yeah. you. You're in here again. I see that's His thing. wife is going to hate him. No, my no. wife is as, as competitive as I am. Like Because uh, they're family games, right? It's not like actively single person. She actively curses me in front of our children because I beat her at Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, I'm kidding you not, we were playing Mario Kart, me, my wife, and our two oldest girls. And she told me, because it was one of those beautiful moments, you know what I'm talking about if you play Mario Kart, where you pass the person for first place right at the finish line. Oh, no. So she was you just so him, angry. You blast them with like a red <laughs> right as they're about to cross, oh, then you go no. flying past them. Shell should and, be illegal. And she had to explain to our two oldest daughters that she doesn't actually hate daddy. She just said, I hate you whenever I was passing her and uh, getting first place. Okay. So you got a lovely family game where you guys can bond and together, you know, right? create love. But that's not the case for, each other. for your boyfriend who got a gift from his mother and he's not using it enough. And of course, you being the surveillance drone the that package. you are. Uh, what is, what's the gift? What's the gift? I'll tell so, you whether or not you're... So he is one of the, a tool guy. Like he has tools Oh yeah, he's all... dating you. <laughs> Are you, a, are you calling me a hoe? Are you calling me a hoe? <laughs> yeah! Woo! Are you calling me a hoe, to be fair? <laughs> Anyways, he's a... I'm the tool. He's not. So he is a huge tool guy uh-huh. and um, has them all, like, all in his garage. Yeah, as you so, do. Yeah, so we're just like trying to organize them. A little bit. There's lots. There's lots. Did he ask for your help? Yes. 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 So like he's just it's just a thing. (laughs) Okay. So his mom got him like an organization sort of thing for the tools. And it's just kind of been sitting upstairs and not with all the rest of the tool things. And I keep noticing it. And I'm like, I'm wondering if this was the wrong one or I'm wondering if because I'm not going to ask him, you know, I'm not the one who gave him the gift. So I don't want to like ask anything about the gift itself mm-hmm, but it's just yeah. kind of like sitting around and I've noticed it and I'm like I wonder if this is the wrong thing or like why is this not being used why is it still there and then it made me think do I have a gift that's been given to me that I'm not using that he's noticing because then I get like all in my head right and so I'm just, it's just this, it's a spiral of 
just wondering if that's a thing that other people worry about too. Can I can I just ask one question? Because his mom comes over, we do Sunday dinners, and yeah. I'm like, I need to probably move this. You don't want her to see it. Right? I don't yeah. want her to see the yeah. unused gift, like because mm-hmm. I don't, as a woman, like yeah. I don't want her to think that it's mm-hmm. a gift that he doesn't like. If he yeah. likes it, it's just not getting used. So, <laughs> so just, I just one uh, one question. It's just um, a thing. Uh, if you don't mind, um, what in the hell is wrong with you? Is it not normal to think no, this way? What are you? What are you talking you about, dummy? Don't Tell you? me right now if Go I ahead. am overreacting. Yes. So that what you're talking about is a very specific thing. It's I'll get to it when I get to it. It's not like a a shirt that he can just toss on in the morning and wear for the day. Yeah. It's like it's a project in order to put that thing to good use. Okay. So wanna, let me ask this. Yeah. So I was gifted um, jewelry. Love it. Gorgeous jewelry. Mm-hmm. But it's so. It's like so. Fa- it's not like my everyday. Like right. I can't. That's I won't fine. wear it. Yeah. So as a guy, like if you were to see your wife, if you got her jewelry, if she wasn't wearing what you got her every day, would you not be like, "Huh, she doesn't like it"? I will tell you this much: as a guy, uh, once I give my wife a gift, and if she goes, "Oh, I like it," we're done. That's it. I'm checked you never out. think about it again. Never think about it again. Don't care. Wear it or don't wear it. It doesn't matter to me. My what? wife did the same thing to me that you're talking about. See, she I got. Didn't know. It's, it's normal. It's not normal. Dave. It is not. It's normal. So I got Dave. a, she gave me a workout shirt. She knows what, what color shirt do I wear every day of my life? Did she get you a gray one or something? She got me a green one. A green one. I'm like, I bet why? You look good. It's because you look I'm good in green. sure I do look good in green. I don't like wearing green. It's because you look good in green. It's, I don't like wearing green. <sighs> I, so you I'm look drama. Like, you, yes. I'm drama. Wear the you green know shirt. That I, you know that I wear black shirts every single wear day. Wear the green shirt. Any, any guesses what color all of my workout shirts are? Black. They're, they're black. That's right. She just wanted to mix it up. And, nah, and, I don't want to mix it up. Is it dark green? It's, is it dark green? It's not dark enough green. Oh, my God. See? This is what I'm talking about. But it's I, like we I just wore try. It. We I try. wore it once, and she went, oh, I saw that you finally wore that green <laughs> shirt that I got you. <laughs> do the same thing like, what see we did, we're all the same us women <laughs> and some men i'm sure are this way too uh, jordan say you get your future lover a gift mm-hmm. you got them a ps5 and they're like the dang wow i actually really enjoy this xbox that i've had forever i don't know if i can merge over to a ps5 but it's so that you can game together and they never touch it would you be upset uh I'd feel like it might have been a waste of money, but as long as they use it like a couple times a year, then whatever. It's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. You're over here standing for some other lady and the gifts that she gave. Well, also worried about like the jewelry thing, too. I mean, it, uh, I just want to make sure. It's the Dave and Mahoney yeah, Show. The Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs. But do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Oh, I get it because they're cover songs. <laughs> Chris is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How's it going today, Chris? What's up, Dave? Good to have you on, man. Uh, so we've got some songs today that I tell you are... They are deep dives when it comes to these cover songs. Uh, some of them are in the teens, like 17 views for one of them. Another one, the first one that we're going to start with today, only has five views. So we've got 30 seconds for each one of these songs. They're all big popular songs you've heard many times over the years. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock for each one, and Audrey is here to help you out today. So she does not know the correct answers. She can be tagged in on two of them. you got to get four out of the five correct in order to win today. Again, 30 seconds for each one of these songs. If you get the artist and the song, you get a full point. If you get the artist or the song, you get a half point. Are you ready for your first tune? Yeah. 
Okay, again, this first one is the most obscure of them all. It's from an artist that's called I Will Sing For You, exclamation point. Okay. Five views. So. Sick. Good luck. Here we go. Oh, and I will save you from all of the unclean. I wonder what you're doing. I wonder where you are. There's no sneak in between us, but there's not very far. Can you take it all away? Can you take it all away? Well, you shove it in my face. And we'll stop it there. That's 30 seconds. Audrey looks like she might be able to help, maybe not. It's right there for her, but do you know it, Chris? I think the title is underneath it all. No, no. It's a little more out of focus than that. Focus. Oh, oh. Focus? No, no. Audrey, nothing at all. Huh? <laughs> Shove it in my face, waiting into me. Can you take it? Oh, I got it. It's right there, but uh-huh. I can't. I can't even begin to think about the artist or the song. It's like I'm singing along every word. I hate when this happens to me. Um, I'm with you right there, Audrey. Same thing. Um, you guys are gonna hate this? No. <laughs> Who is this playing again to me? Who is it? it uh, focus. Okay, let's yeah. think about this for a second. Out of focus. Out if of the, focus. If the picture is out of focus, it's going to be blur. Oh, blurry. blurry by Pody. Pody. No. Puddle of mud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, we got there. Whoa. Blurry dude. by puddle of mud. Yes. And I think that counts as using Audrey as one of the. I don't know. No, no, really. no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, stand up for yourself. You liar. All right, here we go on number two. This one, much, much, much more popular. This one has a whopping 93 views from an artist called Adrian Jones. Let's have a listen. Chris, do you know it on your own? I do know that one. I had to cover my ears. There's nothing else matters. That is nothing else matters by Metallica. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the board, two for two, doing just fine. A little bit of redemption there. Uh, Number three, this one is uh, not as popular as the last. Only 17 views on this bad boy from Nathan Robinson, but we're doing great. So here we go. Dream of the sky. First off, beautiful. Secondly, that is tough. I'm looking at the answer. I couldn't even hear the. A lot of times, whenever the song is just sang so like obscurely, I have to rely on the music in the background, and I couldn't, couldn't even hear, hear the music in the background. Screaming the whole time. Uh, Chris, any guesses from you? 
I'm, I couldn't hear anything at all. It was just blurry noise. Just noise, yeah. There's noise Nothing. for me, too. All right, yeah, that's that's a real tough one. That was supposed to be I Stand Alone by Godsmack. Can you please play a little bit so that I can sure. possibly even hear that? Uh, again, I knew the answer and still. Dream of the sky. Make me believe that this place isn't plagued by the poison in me. Beautiful. Where Just even beautiful. in that song does that part I exist? Know. I don't know. <laughs> like what? Like I even trying to think about what? Oh, it's just okay. so bad. So uh, bad. This one has eighty three views. We have our one full miss on the board. We have two correct, one incorrect. We got to get these next two. But Audrey's still in f- to help out on the next two. Uh, this is from the drunk bard. Can I say that on the radio? Uh, eighty three views. Here we go. Well, the fear is never ending. That it's just too much pressure to take. Our feathers were before so insecure. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Audrey is shaking her head. Chris, if you need some help, I think you've got it. Any guesses? Well, I know that's Mahoney's favorite band, Lincoln Park. That is Lincoln sure. Park. Do we know the song? I want to say. Is it in the end? No. It is not. Otter, you want to help out? Uh, for the happy mm-hmm. coming in. Numb. No. No. Not for oh. no. Okay, well, then that's only half point. We got to get a full I point here. I hate that reverse. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, I'm going to play this last part again. Feathers were before so insecure. It's doing, I can't hear it. Um, if you weren't walking, you might be running, skipping, no, no, jumping, no, 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 leaping. If you were a baby, frolicking, crawling of frolicking, in yeah, the dark, it's, uh, crawling, crawling. Yeah, I would be crawling. Okay, we'll very loosely give that to you guys. <laughs> Final one, most popular one of the day, Chris. Still need a full point here for the win. Here, this is from Sophia Chocolat. It's chocolate. got chocolate. It's got 142 views. Good luck. And it's hanging on your tongue, just boiling in my blood. But you think that I can't see what kind of man that you are. If you're a man at all, then I figure this one out on my own. On my own. Uh, not bad. Chris for the win. Do you got it? Chris? Um, sorry, go ahead, Chris. Hello? Do you got it? <laughs> Hello? Hello? I, I didn't hear it. You what? Hello? <laughs> yeah, we, we got you, man. What's up? I didn't hear it. You didn't hear the song? No, it was, it was cutting in and out. All right, Audrey. Oh, okay. Well, you, um, it is Decode Paramore. For the win, that is correct. Chris, I would say middling to terrible as far as your performance today, but Audrey comes through in the clutch, and you get the win. Well done. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a 
partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Look, I get if you are single and you are ready to mingle and you meet somebody and the sparks fly and the tensions run high and the whole bit. Or maybe you're brand new in a relationship and you just can't keep your hands off each other. But there are certainly some times where keeping your hands to yourself are necessary. All the time. If you are, yes, every other time other than what you have listed. If you are in public, for example. Hands to yourself. Hands to yourself. Especially if you are in public and you are at Disneyland. Oh, no. The happiest place on earth. Especially if you are in public and you are at Disneyland and you are two uniformed police officers. Oh, they no. They were caught after doing it on duty. They were doing it behind a church. What? Yep. At, Wait, uh, they've got churches at Disney. At Disney World in Orlando. There's a 51-page investigative report conducted by the sheriff's office that goes back to 2021. Skylar Miller and Angel Mendoza. Skylar and Angel. Of course. Uh, they began a relationship later that year. Uh, the 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 Skyler and the, and her supervisor, Corporal Robert Garner, oh. began a relationship as well. Skyler believes that Angel made the complaints after the relationship ended on bad terms. The oh. three officers, jealous ex, had to resign during an investigation. You know what? Um, do you think that whenever you go and visit the happiest place on earth as a uniformed police officer, that you don't have to wear, you know, like can you wear Mickey Mouse police ears? Man. If you are working inside? Absolutely not. Why not? Because you're a police officer. The but whole it would be point, cool if you had like, the lights. It would not. Wee woo, wee woo. Okay. On your, on your gonna, Mickey Mouse ears? I'm going to tell you something. In the absence of Mahoney today, uh, no adults look cool wearing those. Uh, what? No, if you are a police officer and you are on duty and if you are in... Definitely not if you're a police officer. <laughs> no adult. But how fun would it be if I you were just you like getting lost in if the sauce? You, if you have at, kids, don't get lost in the sauce at Disney You World. don't ever bring your own like Malibu rum into Disney and then put it in the uh, pineapple Dole Whip? No, I've got Dude, 30 kids. No, well, man. That's like, even more of a reason to get lost okay. in the sauce at Disneyland. <laughs> so for people like me who have done this, can you imagine getting pulled over... <laughs> <laughs> in Disney by an officer who had lights on his Mickey Mouse That's ears? That's why officers do not need to be wearing Mickey Mouse ears. You're a cop. Act like a cop. Also, stop banging behind the church. Thank you. Why is there a church at Disney? Why is there two cops banging? That's the bigger issue. Because you want the Lord's blessing There's, for your relationship. Well, maybe they got it. <laughs> One of them is named Angel. Uh, so exactly. Drunk Grandma coming in hot. This happened at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday, which is a little late for this lady to be out, if you ask me. There was a what? disturbance Why? in progress because she is old. She's 81 years old. She's not a lot after, out after 8.59. I will tell you this much. When I'm 81 years old, you'll be hard-pressed to find me out and about ripping it up at Fat Horns Restaurant and Bar. Fat Horns. That's the place That's where she fair. is. The caller stated that a female had been... Become combative with restaurant employees and was trying to punch them, but missing. I mean, because she's old, and even if she did, her fingers are probably break. She's old Brittle and bones. she's drunk, I'm sure. Brittle Officers bones. responded to the scene and they made contact with the 81 year old woman who was visibly intoxicated and in an intoxicated rage. She grabbed one of the officers by the back of the neck and started slapping his hands as she was being escorted she's out. Patty cake. The d- dispute escalated when officers asked the woman for her name and her ID. They had to put her in handcuffs. That's when she began kicking one of the officers Striking one of the officers, quote, with full force in the nuts. 
okay, but what's full force? How old was she? Like eighty nine? You 88 said eighty eight and eighty one. Eighty one, but still okay. uh, like a like a full on like you're you're punting a football. No or, way. Yep. That's they not. said full force. Full force from 100%. an 81-year-old who she is also, drunk yes. and out past her bedtime. Full force <laughs> is nothing. Can That's you imagine, bro, like you're 80. I get it. Look, you're you're 21. You wake up in the drunk tank. You're like, oh, God, what did I do? You're going to learn a hard lesson mm. that you screwed up. Yeah. Imagine waking up in the drunk tank at 81 and being like, you got a problem. Oh, boy. This is this is how it, it winds down. Huh? This is why enablers need to stop enabling because your grandma, no. drunk grandma, keep going. You, is going to wind up in the drunk tank for punching somebody in the nads. At, where was this? I, at old Honkin' Horns? At Fat Horns fat Restaurant horns. and Bar. Come on, man. Fat Horns is what you get after you get punched <laughs> by grandma. <laughs> you... you uh, <laughs> you know, though, if you were at Fat Horns and you saw an 81-year-old who was getting a little tipsy-topsy, tell me you wouldn't buy her a shot. No! Hell yeah, let's make it a double. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. The internet every single week gives us some magical audio that we get to enjoy. And from time to time, we get something that really surprises us, like this gentleman, who I think, Audrey, deserves a raise. He is a delivery driver for Uber Eats. And you know that personally, I hate Uber Eats. I think that their app is terrible. Nut low out of all the delivery apps. But uh, in this case, this guy went above and beyond to make his delivery. So there was a college basketball game that was going on. And it actually got disrupted when an Uber Eats delivery driver walked onto the court in the second half because he was looking for whoever had placed the delivery for a mobile McDonald's Efficient. delivery. I mean, what, the second best option would have been him going over the PA system. Right. But, I mean, option number one, walk out onto the court. See what happens. Somebody came on the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something. There is carrying some McDonald's. He's a- <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that what that is? I'm trying to get confirmation. Uber yeah. Eats, yes. Who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Not I mean, now. Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed a Big Mac for sustenance. I mean, what a great advertisement for Uber Eats. I, I mean, guess, that's, that's yeah. free marketing, free advertisement. Everybody's talking about it now. I am just shocked that the ref thought that the Uber Eats driver was just going to wait around for him. What a sense of entitlement. You're in, the, you're in the middle of a game. Like, where are you? I'm either going to drop this off to you in person. Horrible timing on that ref's part. Awful. So Bad fire order. him. He uh, clearly has no sense of awareness um, and it probably called every wrong uh, foul during the game. So the, uh, the the next one here is, it's resulted in a lawsuit. Uh, My Humps was a big song by the Black Keys. I Black love Keys. this song, though. The Black Keys. What'd you call them? The Black Keys. <laughs> Can you imagine if the Black Keys had done My Humps? That would have been something. But no. Oh, my mump humps. Yeah, I can't actually. Actually, you can hear my that. Humps, yeah. My but, yeah. the, humps. The black, my humps. The Black Peas released My Humps. Black Eyed Peas. The Black Eyed Peas in... <laughs> 2005, if I recall correctly. It's been almost sure. 20 years since that song came out. Uh, but they're now suing the Poopsie Dancing Unicorn because the Poopsie Dancing Unicorn supposedly has stolen the song from the Black Eyed Peas, and it's called My Poops, and they say it's far too similar. Lawsuit incoming. And I guess that the Poopsie Dancing Unicorn has generated tens of millions of dollars in revenue for this company, and so them stealing this song is now a big problem. Check it out. 
Worth a lawsuit. Would like to say this, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, if I die tomorrow, yeah. please play that at my funeral. I will have the Flash man- Mob come out and actually dance to that song. Dressed as unicorns. Dressed as unicorns. Please. And sparkly poop, poop slime on the floor. Everywhere. On the floor. Like uh, Spider Man style. Yep. I just want poop slime all over my funeral. Yep. And the palm bearers, I want them dressed as unicorns as well. My poops. That's just the way I got to go. And um, a couple of more here. One is from Fast Food Freakouts. There was a Subway customer and employee that started yelling at each other, and it just escalated from there. If I don't want my sandwich with everything on it, we're not allowed to. Did you say that at the beginning? Because when they put it in, it it already prompts up to the front. Okay, but there's a nicer way to say stuff. And there's a proper way to order food. If you don't want your job, just quit. Ma'am, if you don't know how to order food, then go somewhere else. I'm with the customer on this one. I hate it when I go through a drive-thru and I start ordering food and they interrupt you 30 times because that's their process of taking an order for things. Is that it? Is that all you need? Is no, that all you need? No, Is that all you need? Uh, hold, do, what's, what kind of sauce do you want? Uh, honey mustard. But can we, Do we have to do that right now as I was in the middle of ordering something else? It makes me panicked. <sighs> you know what I mean? It, it like sends a sense of anxiety shot straight to my brain where yeah. I'm like, I forget if I wanted anything else, I forgot it. Uh, and finally, the internet is awesome. Uh, the internet got blessed with this clip because, Audrey, you were uh, smart enough to record this. You actually went skiing for the first time. <laughs> and added you added this in here? Yeah, yeah. You were uh, <laughs> blazing down the middle of the uh, of the hill, and you decided you were going to hit record, and we got some great audio of Audrey learning how to ski for the, for the very time. first time. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. Holy pizza, 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 pizza. Wow. Okay. That's not so bad. Okay, wow. That was actually kind of scary, but you know what? Mama didn't raise no bitch. Oh, no. Ah! Oh, sh- Pizza! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> she did. This is Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you! When I say the name Young Gravy, what does that mean to you? Uh, I mean, I know who Young Gravy is. Yeah, uh, Young Gravy, for those that don't know Audrey, if you'd be so kind as to educate people, he is a gigantic rapper that likes older women. That's basically what I know of him. So, I mean, he's not gigantic. He's had like a hit. No, no, like physically, he's, oh, he's tall. super tall. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. very tall. He's like six, he's like Jordan's height, I think. Yeah. Super tall dude, got massive on TikTok, um, but he was kind of known on TikTok also for being like sort of like a milf hunter. And what I mean by that is like yeah. all kinds of like daughters and sons oddly would be like, like look how hot my, hot my mom, mom is young yeah. gravy like let me into your show so and that like basically be, like pimping out their moms to be clear though like the, it was it started kind of tongue-in-cheek right? yes. like a joke and yes. then as it turns out it's not really a joke because he knocked somebody up he did well okay so i know that this is me probably just talking to people who have no clue who, what i'm about to say but there were at one point was once upon a time what are the top tiktok people she was reeling in millions and millillions like of first dollars. Star on TikTok, Addison right? Ray. Addison Ray, yeah. So 
for your kids that are in the car. Addison Ray, very popular. Look, I'm not a TikToker, and I know who Addison Ray is. Uh, has you know had podcasts launched, has break broken into the she mainstream. Was, she had a, a movie on Netflix. She's yeah. uh, what was the? Oh gosh, um, she's all that. Yeah, he's all that. Remember right. the she's all yep. that movie yeah, from two sure. thousands yep. or whatever. I think uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was in it. Anyways, she was you know she's a, a superstar of the Gen Z. Mm-hmm. So um, her mom is now with young gravy and expecting a baby. So Addison Ray's stepdaddy of sorts is young gravy. Which is really weird because Young Gravy is probably about the same age as Addison Rae. It's kind of funny because if I, I was telling you this a moment ago. If you, can, if you, for our generation, if you were to think Lindsay Lohan of popularity, like of, of Young Star, her parents were pretty douchey. Yeah. You yep, know, like for sure, her parents are what Addison Ray's parents are. Same thing with Bieber's parents, right? I mean, like the, the partying with way people, way too young of people. Yeah, like your kid makes it, and so all of a sudden you act like you made it, and like you're out there wearing all your affliction and Ed Hardy and hanging out at parties with people that are far too young for you to be partying. That with is and, Addison Ray's yeah. parents of yeah. 2023. So young gravy, a uh, bit of a douche, I'm sure, at least to some. Uh, but now he is in some hot water because everyone knows this absolute banger by Rick Astley. The old Rick Roll song that... Banger, by the way. Yeah, it's Total Bop. It's been a banger for decades, but as of late, it's had the resurgence. And obviously that was a handful of years ago where the Rick Rolling was really huge. But still, it's a fairly iconic song, right? Do we have a clip of Young Gravy's song as well? Okay. So listen to this. He samples the chorus, though. So the the accusation is that Young Gravy's song is not just something that samples the song. It's just a straight-up ripoff of it. So Young Gravy's song is called Betty Get Money. And I'll play you a clip of that as well. And you tell me if you think this is, in fact, a ripoff well, it is. of Rick Astley. Got cheese now, that's poutine. Gravy coming hot like I'm hopping off the griddle. Pull up on a kid if you're trying to get belittled. All the mamas love me now, I think I'm being brittle. Flex the rainbow, bang it like some Skittles. Gravy, why you out of pocket? Uh, first off, I hate it. Uh, secondly, it was, yes. It was a huge hit. It, unfortunately, it was massive. Yeah, I mean, I believe it, but it's a total ripoff. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, but here's my thing. In the realm of sampling... Where we have so many artists who are paying, you know, homage to like songs twenty years ago. We've seen that happening for forever. This isn't a new concept. People do this all of the time. The issue is you're using the entire Rick Astley song in the background. Yeah, so here, here's here's the actual problem: <laughs> is that Gravy licensed the instrumental part, but he didn't license Rick Astley's actual voice singing it, and so him mm, putting that on the track see, is what's causing all the blowback. And I hope he gets sued because he's a douche. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, guys. What blows you away about the world, but it's really pleasant? 
It's for all of you. Thank you. Message deleted. So I was watching my octopus teacher last night. Oh, God. Have you watched it before and you're yes. rewatching it? So it's just yeah. such, it's so perfect to fall asleep to, to be, it's just the sounds of the water. And like his voice is so soothing because it's like you, a peaceful You, you always show. have TV like, on when you're falling asleep. Yeah. Mm. Um, because I'm one of those that I will it wake think you sleep. Up, like the flashing of the lights. Oh no! I I will wake up in the middle of the night and turn it off. Huh, okay. Like if the if the lights are are still on. Sure. Um, but I need it in order for me to fall asleep because my brain goes a million miles a minute. I need something to like kind of listen to so that I'm not thinking. Like and you wouldn't a just go with like audio. I have. Yeah. Okay. But um. Yeah, no, but light doesn't bother me when I'm falling asleep now, to answer your question. Okay. But anyway, so um, I was watching my octopus teacher last night, and the fact that octopuses exist, and they are so intelligent and so smart and can camouflage and walk, by mm, the way. And run. Yeah. And run. Yeah. That is something that is so incredible to me. On oh, the beaks and the, the suction cups on the arms and the... Like you said, the the ability to camouflage themselves. They're just intelligent and they're sentient. I really do believe they have like, I think all things, if you're alive, have feelings and think. You think that fish have feelings? I think, yeah. Do you? Okay. I mean, I would you like to have a hook smashed into your mouth? No, I mean, I, I think that they know like when they're in trouble. I think sure, they, like, that but, means they're sentient. They have feelings of fe- that, fear. Well, I mean, th- that's just ingrained in all of us. Every single creature, right? But are they like, oh, no, I'm going to die? Or they're just like... Yeah, I think that they're fearful that they're out of the water and about to, you know... Yeah. uh, Do you think that they're just like swimming around and they're like happy or sad or horny or lonely? Well, they don't have sex, so no, not horny. Well, I mean, they they have they spit out eggs, and then somebody has to go along and fertilize those eggs. So but that's not some, like well, that's not that's basically the that's same not thing. Horny. That's horny. I think that they. Why else are they doing it? So because it's like part of their ingrained into their nature. Like that's, that's like that's what being horny is, isn't it? Fish aren't horny. They don't have sex. So you can only be horny if you have sex. Dolphins are I horny. I would like to disagree with that. Dolphins, Dolphins are horny. Dolphins are super horny. And pretty rapey, if we're being honest. Everyone talks about how amazing dolphins are. Let's swim with the dolphins. Well, uh, Aren't dolphins adorable? All animals they're, are rapey. They, they are. Okay. <laughs> it's just we animalistic. Have, they don't have societal rules. Do you think in they're like animals in like thirty twenty three we're gonna have like a big me too for the animals? I mean, unless we start getting AI to have like voices for them, how are we gonna know what's You're going right. up with the what's up, man? I watched a video of a lion trying to murder an antelope down a mountain. I want to hear that antelope side of the story. Give him an AI robot for that antelope's voice. Can you imagine, like, he's sitting at the bar, he's like, y'all, this is... Oh. <laughs> I escaped danger from... Man, what a, what a Wednesday. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. If someone offered you $10,000 every time they punched you in the face, how many times would you want to be hit? Message deleted. Depends who it is. See, but... I mean, See, I was just going to say men fight, girls fight too. I don't know. I don't have that instinctual nature to be punched or punch. Like that, some people like fighting. You like that's not in me. Yeah, but like you wouldn't take a punch for ten thousand dollars. Again, it's different if it's you know a five year old or if it's Bjorn, whatever his name is. You know the 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 mountain from Game of Thrones. If it's Mike Tyson, you know, or it's Francis and Ganu. It's a lot different because it's going to smash your face. I'd be broken. I might yeah. die. You might, I, would, you I might literally die. might die. Yes. Mm, no, man. 
Okay, so it's going to... It might fracture something. It's definitely going to bruise. But what definitely if my face has changed for forever? I've seen fighters whose faces, their noses are like broken for eternity. Mm-hmm. Like there's no fixing. The cartilage is just all gone. Same yeah. for their ears. Like, I don't know. I don't think I've got the juice in me. I don't, I I don't have could, the juice. I think you could wallop me 10 times in the face for $100,000. I wouldn't want to do that because it would hurt my hand. I wouldn't want to punch you either. You wouldn't punch me in the face? If What if you got $5,000 for every punch that you gave me to the face? I would have sure to spend that on ER bills because my finger, my hands, I've punched a wall once and because I was a teenager and dumb. And I punched a wall and it was like concrete. It was like th- these super thick, terrible walls. And I had to pretend because it was in front of my parents. <laughs> I had to like pretend it like hurt. it didn't hurt, no. and it hurt so bad for so yeah. long. I, feel, I, feel like every, I think it was broke, broke my hand. I think that that most people in their teen years uh, go through that that unbridled rage, and everyone learns the lesson. Don't punch walls once don't that you don't walls. punch walls. The wall always wins, oh. even if it's a flimsy wall. And but you how do you know a, it's you a flimsy a, wall? Well, I know, but even if it is, and you knock a hole in it, you still have to fix the wall. I knew somebody. There's no winning. I knew somebody who would punch the walls and then put posters over the oh, over the holes in the walls. And it's like, wow, you are a big fan of posters. Is you that, have them all over. Is that person in prison now? Just There's seems... just teenage angst. I know. It's like being a teenager is so hard. It like you just don't know what's going on in your little brains. <laughs> so angry, you feel so like angry you know no it all. Reason. You're so horny. You're like, what's happening? You're ah! bu- and you're just pimply. You're like so, angry that you've got pimples. One giant zit. Please leave a message after the tone. If you could uninvent one thing, what would it be? Message deleted. If I could uninvent one thing? Yeah, what would it be? Uh, The speakerphone. Oh, I love speakerphone. You would. You're the problem. Why do do you not like speakerphone? Do you just drive around on speakerphone? I have, or Bluetooth. What's Bluetooth is technically speaker. That's, that's totally different. I don't have a problem with Bluetooth. It's still speakerphone. No, it's not. Yes, I, it, it's, it is it's, technically it's a speaker still speakerphone. That, is, oh, that only works in your car. I'm where not that walking is po- around totally in the grocery acceptable. store on speakerphone. That's what I'm talking about. That's okay. my problem. Don't sit here and stand for the speakerphone. Uninvent the people who are those people. Unalive them. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, it's, you, not, it's like, a personal so, responsibility of the person. Instead of just uninventing the speakerphone, you want to murder everyone that talks on speakerphone? Yes. Okay, I can get behind that. This is Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So you have listed this as reason 2,309,420,938 why it sucks being a woman. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's pretty complicated for women, young women, especially when it comes to birth control and trying to make sure that you're not getting pregnant when you don't want to be pregnant and all of that. Uh, it's, you know, complicated for guys in a much different way and not nearly as extensive, I think it's fair to say. Um, but you are dealing with something that is a very real thing and it's gotten to the point where you're thinking about suing. Yes. So, okay. So let's go backwards in time a little bit. Whenever I was 25 years old mm-hmm. and Whenever you're about to get cut off of your parents' insurance, okay? Oh, so that's what happened here. So okay. I had um, one of the birth control like implants in my arm. It's like a little flimsy, like two inch long thing that they put in there. I'd had it before. So I'm familiar with flimsy two inch things that you put in places, but mm-hmm. um, not, not familiar with the ones that go in your arms. Not familiar with that. Okay. Um, so 
forgive me for being an idiot about this, but how does that Ask work? Away. So they, they put the implant in, and is there some that go in your arm and then some that go like in your hip your area? Uter- your uterus. Oh, and they, they actually also, put it in the uterus. Yes, and then they oh. also have, um, it's kind of like stapled there, essentially. But what is it? So it slowly releases like birth control, essentially? Like, uh, like hormones. Okay. So it's kind of like a hormone blocker, if you will. Um, and again, uh, 833-YO-DUMMY, if you are more well-versed on this, please correct me because I don't want to be giving incorrect information. But this, as somebody who has been on different types of birth control, this is how I have been told over the years of what it is for my body, right? Have you so, found that this has been better for you than, like, uh, did you ever, like, try the pill or so, anything like that? Yeah, so I was on Yaz, and I, for the women who are listening to this right now, Yaz was something that was in, like, the early, like, we'll say 2006, 2005, 6, and they took it completely off of the market because it was creating women to quite literally kill themselves like it was really? making people so oh. depressed that they were and they took it off of the market what, so I mean, th- that was, there was my a couple, first experience with the pill that was the first thing that you took and yes it, did you did you feel like it affected you absolutely mentally? really i mean it, you know oh, i get like man. anxiety but i've never been like on long term very thankfully i've never been on like long term like antidepressants before mm-hmm. you know i get the seasonal sads whatever um so, but like, I'd never been like in that type of funk. Like I was like locking myself in my room. Ooh. Like I would come home from school. I didn't want to go to school. Like it was bad. And already being a teenager is hard enough, making you more depressed because you're taking a, something that's supposed to be, because I have like really bad cramps or whatever. Right. So that's what the doctor initially told me is like, okay, you're, you're having really bad cramps. Let's go ahead and give you this pill. And that's how it works for a lot of women, right? Like the early onset of, you know, bad cramps or bad acne, um, you know, all of these things are, are kind of like a band-aid and treatment along with obviously it's a, for, you know, you not getting pregnant if you are having sex or whatever as a teenager in your most fertile years of life. Mm-hmm. So anyways, fast forward 25 years old, I'm about to get off of birth control. Or- so I, I don't mean to interrupt, but they're, they're back in those years that you're talking about, like there was a couple of things you talk about, yes, and then you think about was it called Accutane? Is that what it was? Mm, where yes. it was for acne and same thing where it was like dramatically affecting yeah. and altering the moods and personalities of young men and women that were taking that stuff. It's just wild how toxic a lot of that was. It is straight chemicals. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the packaging that was on Accutane, it was like, do not have kids. They will not come out right. Yeah. Like, or you will have failed pregnancies because these chemicals are so strong. It's like, And it's to get rid of zits. Like... Uh, it's just wild. Yeah. So I was on birth control pretty much from 15 until 25. And the reason why I was going back in at 25 was because I was getting off my parents' insurance and birth control, um, you know, can last anywhere from like three to five to seven years, depending on which one you're taking and which kind of implant you're getting. So with the implant, they last for years though. Years. So I was like, okay, 25, I'll be 30 by the time I need to get it taken out. Like I was just like setting a game plan, right? For potentially not having insurance because I was bartending and um, the OBGYN that I went to couldn't like she couldn't find the implant that I had in my arm so her idea was if you're going to need birth control right now because you're 25 and you're going to not have insurance and this is like thousands of dollars to get without insurance let's just go ahead and put another Uh, oh So I, another birth control implant inside of you. 
So you have multiple? I had two implants oh. at one time in my body. Isn't that really bad? Doesn't uh, it seem like I'm that'd be sure really it bad? is. That seems like it'd be really bad. So, yeah. So I was just like, all right, I guess I'm just like doubled up like two condoms Trust basically, doctor, right? Whatever, but just yeah. like, just putting it, exactly. Trust the doctor. Yeah. So, um, you know, I started having some complications with that one, ended up getting that one taken out. And I have been attempting to find the lost implant in my arm. So it's just. It's just floating around in there, in there somewhere, and they can't find it like through like an so X ray or whichever something. Whichever doctor put it in my arm. So this was whenever I was twenty three. Mm-hmm. So whichever doctor put it in my arm, put it in there in the wrong spot. So under or above, I don't even know how it happened, but it's lost in there. I've had to have X rays, ultrasounds, all of it, trying to figure find out. It. So they can now, oh. but now the problem is no surgeon will touch me. Nobody, because the OBs can't, like, because it's supposed to be when you're taking it out, you're supposed to have like a tiny incision that like is like it's surface, right? It's yeah. supposed, you're supposed to be able to feel it so that you can just take a tiny incision and pop it out like a Pez dispenser, right. but of birth control. So they're like trying to find it and they're like, okay, well, we can't feel it anywhere. We don't even know how deep it is. It's embedded into my muscle now and it has shifted. It's supposed to be right here. It is now up by my armpit. Oh, so it's gone. No. The length of this tattoo, if you're watching along, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. I have a tattoo Which on my arm. It's the length of my tattoo. What is That's that, nine about, inches? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big Upward tattoo. towards my armpit. Yeah. Wow. So they're they're looking at it and, and, you know, trying to figure it out. And now my thing is, if no one if no one's willing to touch it, am I just supposed to be, because I've, you know, I you know, you and I have talked about this. I have almost deemed myself as infertile because I can't, I've attempted to have, tried kids to have kids and can't, yeah. and can't. So it's like, so am I just supposed to wait for these hormones to just not work anymore? It's been since Oof. I was 23. I'm 31. I would assume that I'm on a five-year contraceptive that is just not supposed to work anymore, but it is. So, or if it's not like, you know, it's just, it's just one of those huge, weird scenarios that I'm like on a 1%. You're going to have to go to one of those, uh, those like mobster surgeons, like a, like I'm a vet. going to have to take my arm off. You're going to have to lop the whole arm off. I'm going to have to remove my whole arm. Like, what do I do? I mean, it is just a horrible, horrific scenario. My OB doesn't know what to do. I've gone to doc, like specialists, like they're like, I don't, I'm not going to touch this because it's too close to certain areas of your arm mm. where they would have to like mess with the muscle. It's just, you just never think that certain things like this are going to happen because you trust somebody at 15, at 20, you know, whenever you're your most vulnerable and, you know, you're being scared about, like, don't get pregnant because, oh, my God, that would be the worst thing to happen to you if you're 15, you know, like, so you just listen and you trust. And then you get, like, at 31 when I want to have kids and now I can't because this thing is up by my armpit and nobody wants to touch it. That's wild. Like, what in the world? Yeah, everybody in the chat now is all, all one arm Audrey. It's just crazy. It's just it's just crazy. And I'm I'm just You're not going to be able to clap anymore. I will no, I can't. I can clap with one hand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, cut it off. This is David Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the tone. Platypuses, by far the coolest animals. The males are venomous, they lay eggs, they can sense electric fields, and a group of them is called a pandemonium. I love those things so much. Message deleted. I feel like that what guy was wasn't about? talking about anything. Like it was just words, and I heard none of them. What? Uh, he, Something about platypuses. Platypuses? And pandemonium. Okay, so 
He's saying platypus males can lay eggs, which I don't think is cool at all because we just got done talking about why we don't want to lay eggs. That's very complicated. Uh, and, and, yeah, platypus implants, big problem as well. The malpractice suits are out of control. One more time, though. After the tone. Platypuses, by far the coolest animals. The males are venomous. They lay eggs. They can sense electric fields. And a group of them is called a pandemonium. I love those things so much. Message that just deleted. Sounds like a Pokemon. What a weird take. Also, uh, the problem with the uh, the platypus is nothing that you said is incorrect. I mean, like having all those abilities simultaneously does seem like a superpower. Being in a group of individuals and not just being a gang, a flock, even a murder, but it's a pandemonium. Also awesome. Uh, the the problem is the name. You can't be a badass and be a platypus. I think that a platypus is quite badass. A platypus can be great in a different way. It can't be a badass. Platypuses aren't really like badass in general, though. I feel like they are just cute and squishy, and Mm -hmm. I want to squish them, and I feel like if I were to squish them, they would honk. (laughs) Yeah, don't you feel like that? I feel like they would just go (laughs) honk. Yeah, it'd be like one of those those little kid toys. (laughs) (laughs) Just get a little squeeze. Yes. I feel like they are just as perfect as they possibly can be. I don't think they're trying to be a menace. I I think that they are just cute and squishy. Did we know that they were venomous? No, I did not know that. I also don't. I am going to elect that as false. That is not true. Fact check. Untrue. Please leave a message after the tone. If you can make up a new holiday, what would it be? We could really use more holidays during the summer, honestly. Message deleted. I'm with you. The uh, The summer holidays, I mean, we have Memorial Day, we have Labor Day, and then we have the 4th of July, which is the big one in summer. Uh, 4th of July, uh, peak holiday, the best holiday. The, no real obligation, no sense if you have to get together with anyone and do any sort of forced thing. It's just generally like, let's cook out and have fun, which is awesome. Uh, But I've talked about this many times before, and I will stand by it. The most necessary holiday for the entire United States is the Monday after Super Bowl. Why would that not be a holiday? Why would it be the following Monday? Because they've already moved the Super Bowl back a week because they added the extra week and the Pro Bowl and all that stuff, right? Uh, The following Monday, I believe, is President's Day. Why can't we just move? There's only 45 of them. Most of them are dead. Let's just move President, or 46 now, I guess. You can move President's Day and no one's going to get mad. Move it up one week. Boom. Problem solved. Um, I am looking up what percent of the population watches the NFL. I mean, it's about 100 million people watch the Super Bowl every year-ish, up and down by, you know, 10, 20 million so you're talking about one in every three people in the United States is watching the Super Bowl? Hmm. It's ah. actually tuned into it. And then you think about all the auxiliary people who are working at different bars and establishments that aren't technically watching it, but they're still involved in it. It's the biggest single sporting event for the country every single year. Everyone loves to have a Super Bowl party or move the Super Bowl to Saturday. That's the other option. This is actually kind of interesting because the way that this is broken down is by age group. So 18 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 64, and then 65 plus. What age group do you think actually watches the most football? See, I'm going to I'm going to guess that it's the 65 plus and the reason why is because the 65 plus are the ones that generally have the biggest ratings, mm. documented ratings because they are actually willing to take part in the surveys. In surveys. Yeah. Um this one says that the age group, it's actually two that are pretty much split, um but 35 to 44 watches uh, and are avid fans by 43%. Yeah. So and that is the uh, the working age and so it 
is totally necessary to have a holiday after the Super Bowl. That is definitely the best time. And then, um, I, I mean, I, I think that we could deal with a with an August holiday, right? I mean, we have at the end of May, we have Memorial Day, and then we have Fourth of July. We have Labor Day, so we have we have end a of holiday May. every month, right? We don't have one in June. So what would June's be? We could have one for my birthday. Uh, yes. Yes. Honestly, you're a cancer. A lot of cancers feel like, I mean, it, I'm surprised that. Not I, astrologically, just as a person. <laughs> you are not a cancer, <laughs> but emotional. I feel like as cancers, you guys have not rallied together to get your own holiday yet. It's that, kind you know, of alarming. Do you know why? It's because we, we feel uh, really guilty asking for things. Oh, wait. Uh, there's Juneteenth and Father's Day are both in June. That's not a holiday, though. But there should be. You, you're damn right. No, we get off for Juneteenth now. We do? Yes. Are you sure? Uh, I think so, yes. I, th- I think our old company mm-hmm. didn't because they were racist. But <laughs> <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, if you somehow inherited a distant family peach farm and fell for the rugged, bearded farm hand named Adam... Would you quit the morning show to save the farm and be with Adam or just let it all fall apart? Message deleted. Oh, the rom-com of my life. So my options are what? I save the peach farm for mm-hmm. daddy yeah. or I run away with Adam because he did what to me? What We just fell in love? Yep. And he just wants to take me away from the old peach farm? Take you away from the peach farm. Man, I do love peaches, but mm, I also too. love Adam. So oh. what do I do? But there's, you know what? Why doesn't Adam want to work on the peach farm with me? Yeah, why I've is Adam him. such a freeloading son of a bitch? I've got a bad picker. he gets picker. some work ethic. You know what? Yeah, Adam needs to put his jeans on. And get, get, to work. To work. get to work, Adam. Come help me and Daddy on the peach farm. That's right. Yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would pick. I guess I'd be picking. I think I'd pick the peaches. No, you wouldn't. You're right. (laughs) It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Because there's really no point in pretending to be. Hold on. Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at. To be good at this? Oh, I. Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show. I always look forward every week to asking producer Pajamas if there is a star of the blooper reel this week. And is there? There is. Ooh. Unfortunately, they are not here today. Ah, uh, it's Mahoney. It's Targeted. Mahoney. Mm. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's kick him while he's down. <laughs> not here to defend himself. <laughs> let's drag him. Here we go. All new blooper reel. In a vending machine at the airport. Yep. Like you can get, get your them. Kylie cosmetics, get your Bose nose canceling headphones, and be happy. Get your Bose nose canceling headphones. Taking it was such a good, uh, you know, you worked really hard on it, and the camera work is fantastic. You worked, worked really hard. That in November marking the 18th straight month of record breaking, breaking quits in the U.S. of record breaking, breaking, breaking quits. You don't have own half this show. Half you, the show. You, you haven't read the, the intellectual property. No. The intellectual property. There's no intellectual property. You, you, she, 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 <laughs> she's got to step in. No. The intellectual property. Intellectual. I was just making sure that your tiles were properly lubricated. That, that's Some right. tiles were properly lubricated. That, that was fine. That's fine. That, that. Did and you do anything to help this, this poor I, person? I, you, somebody's got a traumatic head injury. What can I do? <laughs> like, oh, that sucks. I, you, somebody's got a traumatic head injury. What can I do? <laughs> 
cosmetics. Get your Bose nose canceling headphones. Get your tiles properly lubricated. Get your record baking and be happy. You know, you worked really hard. Worked, 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 worked. The intellectual property. No. The intellectual property. She, 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 she's she's going to step in. Gonna step, 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 step in. We're just making sure that your tiles were properly lubricated. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. All right, Audrey, so I've got two stories, one that involves a hero and one that involves whatever the opposite of a hero is. What do you want to hear first? Well, I love a villain, which would be the opposite of a hero. I love a villain or villain, a villain origin story. So can we hear that one, please? Uh, so we'll start with the hero and then we'll get to the what? non-hero. What? You yeah. asked me. No, you can't start. It's anticlimactic that way. Oh, well, then don't ask. Oh, God. You're so complicated. Yes, Dave. We got it was this. an easy lead-in to just start with the hero and then go to the non-hero. We Instead, we're sitting here arguing about whether or not we should start with the non-hero and then go to the hero. Dave, seriously, think about this for a moment. Okay. Every morning, the first thing you ask Mahoney is what? Good news or Good bad news? news? Bad news. Yeah. What do we start with every day? You start with the bad news. Why would you think I would not start with the villain? The bad news. This okay. is on you. So the hero is actually Jeremy Renner. Believe it or not. Uh, new details have emerged, and um, you know that horrible snowmo- or snowplow accident that almost cost him his life. Turns out he was actually trying to save his nephew. So there was the snowcat that was cruising towards his nephew, and that's when Jeremy Renner stepped in, and that's how he got gobbled up by the machine. Gobbled so he, up. he was uh, yeah. Well, that's exactly what they said that he was immediately pulled under, which is horrifying <gasps> if you think about one of those. Big snow plows that have like the tank tread. He got vacuumed. That's vacuumed exactly in. right. He was attempting to stop the vehicle because it was sliding, and his nephew is grown. Uh, but the emergency brake wasn't engaged when it started sliding. The brake would have stopped the machine from moving, but I guess the brake indicator light inside of the cab wasn't functioning, and so the brake being off wasn't something that registered. So he had to climb directly into the plow's moving track in order ah. to get back into the cab, and that's when. Pulled underneath. Wait, am I hearing that right? He had to climb, once it stopped because his leg got caught in it, he had to crawl up and under and around to get out? No, so he was stuck essentially underneath it, and his grown nephew was just helping him to focus on breathing and getting help to arrive, and one of the helps was the neighbor who happened to be a doctor, which tourniqueted his leg, which probably saved his life. But what we found out is that the injuries were so extensive that they broke 30 bones in his leg. I'm and so confused. We found out that there was 30 bones in his leg. So he broke basically everything in his leg. So his nephew's not a kid? A, a grown nephew, yeah. So so why was his grown nephew in the way? They were both out there snow plowing together. And he just heroed himself. And the snowplow started sliding, and it was going towards his nephew, and oh, he jumped in front of it to push his nephew out of the way, and then was attempting to, I guess, I get see. back into the cab, and it pulled him under. You always really do hear about these horror stories. I mean, I guess in this instance, the snowplow, but majority of the time, you hear them from um, riding lawnmowers, people who are doing that on uh, hills. Yeah. Had to get airlifted out of there. As, as Cleve pointed out in the chat, Twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, 30 minutes for EMS to arrive. Imagine how long that 30 minutes feels like. Um, 
I feel like 30 minutes in the grand scheme of your whole life that you are now going to be able to live thanks to your neighbor. Yeah, pretty unbelievable. (laughs) Like, shout out to the neighbor. And no shout out to the nephew. Get out of the way. How dare you? This nephew's out here helping his uncle shovel snow. He didn't want to be out there. This is your grown up. Get out of the way. You would. If your uncle wasn't quite literally a superhero himself, he would have been squashed. I mean, you're out there snow plowing with Hawkeye. He better save you. (laughs) What happens if if he was like Hawkeye off duty? Like he had been retired for a little bit. Do you think he had been as fast? Uh, And then he would have been Hawkeye. Oh my God, yeah. Dave! <laughs> uh, so this is the, this is the uh, the antihero. Uh, deputies were called to a home in Fort Myers for a report of a stolen dog. Uh huh. <laughs> they learned that the suspect was a 61 year old woman by the name of Eileen Schultz. She was the longtime nanny for the family. And had been fired earlier that day. And so her response to getting fired after being she the nanny. She took the dog? She stole. She dognapped their pet. That's what they get. Their dog lady. That's what they get. <laughs> don't fire. Long-term nannies. You know what? Actually, Sometimes nannies role, have to don't go. Don't get a nanny. What's wrong with getting a nanny? I don't know. I feel like every time somebody's getting a nanny, you have people like Arnold Schwarzenegger who like cheat on their wives with the nanny. Gavin Rossdale cheating Gavin on Gwen's... Do- Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Yeah. With the nanny who he hired that looked just like his wife. Don't Dog hire hot. Don't hire hot nannies. Yeah, so this, I'm, I'm pro Eileen, the dog theft here. Eileen, uh, you would be. I Maybe she just lost her dog and she needed a companion. No, she was being a butthole. So here's what happened. Let me explain the full butthole-lessness. Uh, the, the family <laughs> had to report the dog missing. The dog's name is Lady. And they suspected Aww. that Eileen stole their dog. Detectives found Eileen at a hotel. She told detectives she didn't take the dog, but then changed her story when hotel worker said, we saw you with the dog. She then took the dog from the hotel because she knew that the cops were onto her, and she decided she didn't want the dog anymore. And she returned the dog, not to the home, dropped it off just in the area of the house. Come on, on Eileen. Yeah. Isn't there a song? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there is. Um, I mean, she just she was just trying to get the dog a better home. You are such. What is wrong with you? They dog nap this family's sweet. The family pet. clearly didn't deserve the dog. Oh my god! You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So we've been tracking the story for quite some time, Audrey, and it has finally come to a head. Uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach may not ring a bell as far as names. Those are the two anchors from ABC who have been tied up in that affair, and it's been this back and but forth. But it wasn't really an affair. They keep calling it that, right? They were just together and separated from their current spouses. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation as to whether it started well before then, and then it just got outed publicly after they okay. had separated. Who knows? Who cares, right? Also, that's it's, the biggest point. It's Who two cares? consenting adults, and if they're not hurting anyone else or if they're you know, unhappy in their marriages, that's not really anyone else's business. And certainly, you don't want your employer involved in that. Either way, they're out. They're now gone from ABC. So I guess there oh, was... officially, huh? Yeah, so there's okay. a mediation session that happened on Thursday, and uh, according to TMZ, at least, it was very contentious, and they both decided, uh, or as a group, they all decided it's best if everyone just parts ways. And they're, they're getting their payouts from their contract well, and everything else. That's the best case scenario then, right? Uh, but it's kind of destroyed their careers. You think? I do. I mean, if you're... They're going to get hired again. 
You think so? I do. I because, I mean, it's just, it's not like they did anything with malice. They weren't harming anyone. They're still in a relationship. I mean, they might not be working together in a capacity, but I mean, I feel like they both have uh, potential to be rehired in a broadcasting standpoint. It does seem really stupid. One of the accusations is that Amy had liquor <gasps> in her dressing room, which the ABC folks said was a violation of their policy. They're just wanting a reason to fire They're him and have more for reasons. reasons. Yeah, yes. Exactly. I mean, like, again, whatever. It wasn't like the we were, which we have heard a lot of times, uh, people who are, you know, subordinates to their bosses who are having relationships in the media sense. And, you know, that's whenever there's an issue because, you know, then it's kind of like you're taking advantage of the situation, yada, yada, yada. But they were peers. Yeah. So how many times have you hooked up with somebody who is a peer? I mean, think about the bartending, the service industry. You have so many people who the hookup culture. I just I think it's just silly that we pretend like once you reach a certain quote unquote caliber of of business, if you're a broadcaster, you're supposed to have this like upstanding uh, sense of morality, like you're not a horny human being anymore, you're just because you're behind a on ABC. Like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> like, what in the world? So, pretty wild. Uh, Conor McGregor uh, took to social media to tell people that he had been hit by a car. So, I guess he was riding his bike on what looks to be a fairly small one lane road, mm-hmm. and I guess the sun was kind of in the driver's eyes, and he just got plowed by this car, mm-hmm. and he said, "I could have been dead." Um, and he posted the video on social media, and the, the guy who's driving the car, obviously mortified, had no idea it was Conor McGregor, comes running over to him and asks him if he's okay, and Conor McGregor's like, yeah, I'm all right. You know, th- he's actually credited his judo and wrestling background for kind of knowing how to land, you know, and like body control as he was flying through the air. And he, like, for real, got hit that hard? I mean, it, like, his all, his pants are all ripped off his body and stuff. But what's pretty wild about Wait, it Conor is... Wait, Conor McGregor was walking out with, right with his weenie out and no stuffing? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> it was just the backside of the pants. So I you see. Could, you couldn't see that he okay. wasn't uh, fluffed up. Uh, but what was really funny is that after this guy hits him, like, the guy's like, because the bike's pretty mangled uh, to the point where I guess he couldn't ride it anymore. And he, he gets the guy to give him a ride. But, you know, Conor's... You Conor McGregor in your car. He's on social media, like like doing a thing and he keeps like panning over to the guy who hit him and the dude is just clearly flabbergasted that he has just run over conor mcgregor who is now broadcasting this whole thing on social but you know we talk about conor mcgregor often about just how what a fall of i mean he has done the mental warfare like pretty much no one else (laughs) i think he's done that really really well to the point where we're kind of like man i just wish you were a little bit better for a person and not like i don't know hitting you know old men in bars the accusation (laughs) that he uh that he kicked a girl in the stomach and then punched her in the face and she had to swim away from his yacht not great it's an accusation we don't know but he's still a star he's still a celebrity you do get starstruck when you've got conor mcgregor in your passenger seat i mean especially over in ireland he's arguably the biggest star in the whole country oh for sure so um, so the Razzies have decided to backpedal. The Razzies, if you're not familiar, it's the tongue-in-cheek award show where they basically award people um, for doing terrible. Uh, and they nominated a 12-year-old girl uh, for, for, her bad perfor- acting. for her performance in Firestarter. That's so mean. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Kira Armstrong got added to the list of nominees. And the co-founder of the Razzies came out and said, we've removed her name from the final ballot that our members will cast next month. We also believe a public apology is owed to Miss Armstrong, and we wish to say that we regret and hurt any experience as a result of our choices. Because they were trying to be cheeky, right? Like It's, it's a 12-year-old girl. It, 
you can make fun of adults, not kids. Yeah, she's 12 and she's a bad actress. Fine. There, she's need to, there needs to be age limits on that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, has there ever been, I'm wondering, has there ever been a child know. who's yeah. been nominated for any of this stuff before? I don't keep up with the Razzies. I don't know. But the fact that they nominated a 12 year old and the internet kind of freaked out, rightfully so. It's a kid. Leave them alone. Pick on adults. Uh, and finally, uh, Kelly Clarkson, man, she's been dealing with it. Uh, she has? The, the stalkers. You, have you not heard about this? Oh, all celebrities have stalkers. But I mean, like, they're showing up at her house. All celebrities keep getting, which is so weird oh. to me. How is this a reoccurring thing for all celebrities? I mean, Billie Eilish just had a, uh, she's filing a lawsuit against her stalker. Because it keeps coming into her home. Yeah, so the, the, this particular stalker, I guess, was arrested again outside of her home at night. Kelly mm-hmm. got a temporary restraining order against this this female, and then a permanent one as well. The woman has now violated the terms of the restraining order 12 times. Well, remember, even Eminem has a, some guy, oh, man. The literal Stan, coming into yeah. his home, and he's like, hey, man, what in the world is happening? Like, for you to have bodyguards and like all of these people who are supposed to be protecting you and they make their way into your home crazy i would fire the bodyguards i would be i mean yeah but then you have to go find new bodyguards so this this particular woman i guess has been showing up at kelly's homes for years it's it's like a decade-long thing with kelly clarkson tracked her down to her house in nashville Mm -mm. and then followed her out to los angeles it's giving, a woman? Le- yes, leaving her unwanted gifts at the base of her property. Like, it is creepy. Got a permanent restraining order, and the chick is still showing up. And, well, th- that just goes to show that restraining orders don't work. And that's why you need to get not just security, but also, like, a pack full of Doberman pinchers. No, just no, like a firing on. squad. No, come on the property. Let's see what happens. Good luck. Dober, what if the Doberman pinchers are a little hungry? Release See, I feel like the dogs, the dogs are eat her <laughs> whole. Call or text us at eight three three yo Dublin and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. It is time for beer for breakfast. Finally. Took long enough. It's our favorite time of the week. We get to enjoy some ice cold beers with some good friends. We have survived. We have made it to another Friday. Another work week is in the can. And today we are drinking a fine beer from Abita, which is a great brewery out of Louisiana, of course. It is the Mardi Gras Bach. And this one clocks in at a very handsome 6.5%. And I say a very handsome 6.5% because that seems to be kind of the sweet spot around that range where you're not going crazy. You're not getting into the 8s and the 9s or the 11s and 12s. This is just a sort of beer where... It can be sessionable if you pace yourself, but it also has enough punch to it where you're going to feel it if you get through a few of these. You're just pushing your toe on the gas just a little bit more. Just kind of toeing the edge. Just toe you know what I mean? Just kind of seeing what kind of trouble you can get into. Um, so the, uh, the Mardi Gras Bach, as you would expect, is um, you know a, a beer that certainly has a lot of... Well, let's just get right into it. Let's, let, let's start with the five categories that we rank every beer on. Which it are what, Dave? Look, smell, taste, mouthfeel, and drinkability. Okay, so what are we... That was very nice. I'm glad uh-huh. that you remembered them all. Do you have them written down over there or something? I did write them down. Okay. Um, we'll start what with are we smell. Sniff? Okay. Smells like beer. 
Smells yeah. like a nice, sweet beverage. The sweet, yep, the uh, the maltiness in there, you definitely get. It's a Bach, right? So, I mean, go figure. Well, uh, what is a Bach? I don't know. You uh, say that like I'm supposed uh, to know. Uh, <laughs> it's a Bach. It's a Bach. It's a Bach. Yeah. It's, a bock. yeah. yeah. Like it's supposed to be sweet. Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, somewhere kind of between like a multi-typey beverage and a Pilsner sort of thing. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, it's beer. Sweet beer. Yeah. So, let's just go ahead. I mean, the look of it. It appears to be a nice, clean beer. It's in the brown bottle, and I don't have any cups today because I forgot them. But, uh, yeah, it looks clean. Great. Ah, okay. Nobody, on the back, it simply states, brewed with pale Pilsner and caramel malt See? and German pearl hops. Pilsner malty beerish. That's what a box That's is. literally what you just said. Yeah. All right. So Very let's nice. go ahead and, since we've taken a look at it and we've taken a smell of it, let's go ahead and take a drink of it, which is our favorite part. Cheers. Cheers to you, friend. Mardi Gras Bach by Abita. I love Mardi Gras. Do you? Mm-hmm. You were just talking about king cakes earlier today. Oh, boy. Very good. <laughs> did you not like it? No, I did. It's just really, uh, it tastes like beer. And I was just talking about king cakes, which is kind of where I believe that this is probably going to be on the sweeter side of um, of of this beer. I don't know, man. This is just... Beery. Like, I don't really know if I would taste anything other than like, hey, this tastes like a beer that I would get out of a cooler. It tastes just like a beer that you would get out of a cooler and be like, what is that? And then you look at it and be like, that is a beer. That's just a beer. That I got out of the cooler. Like, you know, whenever your dad would drink beer and then he would like teach you how to ride a bike and he had that smell? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, I don't. That's a very. Well, that was my upbringing. And this is what that smells like. It's like this beer. This just smells like general beer. Smell of booze while he was teaching you how to ride a sure, bike. Sure, that's how everybody's supposed to learn how to ride a bike. And if you weren't, you didn't have a good childhood. <laughs> uh, huh. I was taught by all my my drunken neighbors how to ride a bike. So everyone I was ride, drunk. Everyone was drunk. The whole cul-de-sac. The, oh, it's a cul-de-sac. That's different. Yes, if you're on a cul-de-sac. It was it a cul-de-sac count. party. Yeah, like we were. Well, like shut all down of the, the cul-de-sac. Kids. Yes. And, oh, see, like when you shut down the cul-de-sac, it's totally safe. No cars are coming through. Everyone can be as drunk as they want. Everyone's at home. You're teaching the kids how to ride bikes. You're having a good time. They don't care that you reek of booze. The lawn chairs in the cul-de-sac. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beers were had. No, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, sure. No yeah, judgment here. This is here. normal. Yeah, that's great. This smells like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Madeline man. Madeline said I can smell the childhood trauma. <laughs> no, man. I'm in therapy. <laughs> so <laughs> We're working through it. Um, along with this beer. No, for real, though, yeah. jokes aside, this just tastes like beer. I mean, really, there's nothing super special about it. No. I, th- I do think that for Abita, I mean, there are better options. I do love that we have like a beverage that's like Mardi Gras in theme, but there's ju- it's just sweet beer and it's not even that sweet. It just is no, kind of sweet. It's, it's not obnoxiously sweet. It just has a little bit of that malt to it. It, it is, uh, if, we're, if we're talking mouthfeel, since that's the next category, uh, it, it it is pretty easy on the palate, you know, like you said. It's got, a, it's got a little bit of an aftertaste that's kind of like a hop bite to it mm. that kind of lingers, which I don't love. Mine tastes like dark. It feels like it's like, uh, I don't want to say heavy, but I'm I'm getting a lot of, it's like almost like a, like syrupy, like mm. thick. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how sometimes sure. like after you drink a stout, it's just like it kind of like lingers in the back of your throat a little bit. Yeah. Like it's giving me that like so, like sweet, like almost like how coffee, whenever you drink too sweet of coffee, like it's just kind of sticking back there a little so bit. So you're like kind of rubbing your lymph nodes over there. Are you saying that that mm-hmm. this beer is getting into your into your lymph nodes? Is like, that what it feels yeah. like? Yeah. I feel like I need to get drained. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure we'll have some volunteers. 833-YO-DUMMY <laughs> if you'd like to drain Audrey today. 
Uh, You're so annoying. This beer is I fine. Am? This beer Those is fine. Are your words. Uh, it's fine. You're right. It's fine. The uh, the drinkability, I would say, is for me pretty good. It doesn't get stuck in my lymph nodes quite as much, maybe as it does to Audrey. I don't mind a little bit of an uh, of an aftertaste. Uh, I will say that it lingers a little bit too long for my liking, like the aftertaste does. Uh, if it dissipated more, um, it would be a little easier on the drinking. You you kind of have to because I'm about you know halfway through this beer now. You kind of have to fight your way through it, which I don't love. Yeah. I, like, don't want to drink more of it. (laughs) You know how, like, sometimes whenever you're having a beverage, I think that actually the beer that we had last week, even, we were like, wow, it just, you know, there's no aftertaste to to where it's such a clean finish. Like, it Mm -hmm. makes me want to go back in for more. This is not that. I mean, and no knock to Abita. They've got great beers. This one, I just, it's just... Not everyone has to be a home run. There can be a couple doubles in there or maybe a single. In the defense... Of this beer, whenever you are drinking for Mardi Gras, I feel like everything attached to Mardi Gras is heavy. Like, you've got, like, the Creoles. Like, you've got everything that's just happening. The king cakes. Like, just the partying in general. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like this is just kind of typical. Like, I feel like this is very much on brand for what you would get for the celebration that is. See, I don't feel like this is a very good Mardi Gras beer because it is kind of thick. challenging to get through. Yeah, it's a little bit thicker than you would want for... Because when I think of Mardi Gras, you think of the parades, you think about being out in the streets, partying, watching music, stuff like that. This feels like a little bit too heavy of a beer for but that. But you're not out there, Dave. You're not out there with, like, a Mick Ultra. You're not out there with, like, a uh, Bud Speak Light for Platinum. for yourself. I am an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> or one of those beers that has, like, 8% of, of booze and all of the sodium but after the I marathon. That's what I mean. It's like, it, it, yeah, it's not one of those where it, it's not heavy enough to be, like, the, the kick in the taste buds. All right, I'm going to have two of these and be feeling it because it's 9%. It's just middle. So you know it's what? mid. Little Kenny in our chat, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney, said that we have forgotten our southern roots. And we're just too much in the fast lane now, Dave. And we just need to slow it down. This is supposed slow to be a low. beer where you don't okay. have to... Uh, yeah, this is a simmering this beer. This is a beer that you're not supposed to chug? I guess so. But, I mean, what's Ew. the fun in that? Ew. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, Dave, are you going to be doing the drum roll and all of that yeah. today? Yeah. On Dave's Beer Scale of Supremacy, I give the Abita Mardi Gras bar a very average 3.3 out of 5. This is Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the tone. I know it's supposed to be funny, but that intro to cover your ears, how far was Kurt Cobain from that? I mean, he sounded just like that, right? Message deleted. I do. That's what it sounds like to me. Every time I hear it, all I hear is, I do. Every time. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I wonder... Is unplugged, huh? Mm. Plug it back in, buddy. Please leave a message after the tone. Are there any other languages you'd like to speak? I wish I could speak German. I think the language just sounds really interesting. Message deleted. Audrey uh, was going to Mexico for the first time, and so she decided that she was going to get one of those apps to help her learn Spanish. And I still bought into it. I still I have know. it. You're not doing it. It's Babbel is what I use. I know. And no, I'm not sure, doing it. Uh, Everyone does that. They're like, I'm going to learn a language. And they say, according to the commercials, that in two weeks, I'm going to be fluent in Spanish. Well, here's not. the thing. So I was talking to my friend. Mm-hmm. In English. Who yeah. is quite literally Mexican. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her. And she goes, of course, you got bamboozled. Look at you. 
that was like, I am, if you don't know what I look like, you can check me out at Audrey on here. I am quite literally translucent. She I am pale. Yes. I am blonde. Mm. I look like I come from the, my heritage is the land of overcast and potatoes. Yes. Like, you, yeah, I don't look Mexican. <laughs> so, so she was like, of course you got bamboozled. You don't even casually speak it. But I was really upset because the two girls who I went to Mexico with, one also looks very Nordic. Like, she could pass for Swiss. And then my other girlfriend, she's got darker features, dark skin, darker hair. And I was like, Girlfriend, like you, wh- why did you have me in the front? Hold on a second. You, you were trying. You, you, you were saying that. Also, she, she's Italian. She needs to <laughs> learn. She needs to learn to speak Spanish because she has dark hair. She looked. She, she is Italian. She could have passed. She could have, and it was just me up there talking for all three of us, just trying, trying to make it work, because. I, I I know a few more words, but nobody else would speak it. Also, you went to Tulum. Everyone there speaks English. Or no, they do not. They're ripping you off. Exactly. They're, That's what my pre- girlfriend they're said. They're pretending like they don't speak English, so they rip <laughs> you off. Everyone in the resort corridor everywhere speaks English. They do. You're getting ripped well, off. Well, yes. In the in Instagram land, yeah, everyone spoke English, mm-hmm. but we were not in Instagram yeah, land because you, we were poor. Get. That's what you we get were for, not. We were not that's what influencers. You get for leaving Instagram land. <laughs> they should have an insurance company that's also a barbecue restaurant. I mean, I want some brisket when I'm buying new policies. Message deleted. I would like to take it the other direction. I think that they should have insurance policies for your barbecue. Because if you've ever had bad barbecue, it is probably the most disappointing dish you could have. It doesn't take a lot for barbecue to be good. There's great barbecue. There's a threshold there, of time, though. You can be really have really good barbecue in most cases unless you really screw it up. But if you've ever had bad barbecue, it's probably the most disappointing thing. Bad pizza is up there as well because same thing. It's hard to screw up pizza because just inherently the ingredients lend to it being really delicious. But bad barbecue, I would I would pay a, a hefty amount to have a good, solid, no bad barbecue policy. Well, because if you are one of the people who do barbecue by just how you've always done it, there is just so many Bluetooth um, thermo, like thermostats now, or what are they called? Thermostats, right? That you put Thermometer? in. Thermometer. Thermometer. They've got a Bluetooth now. They Have do? you seen those? No, that's yeah. pretty cool. Hook up to your phone and the whole thing. Like you just plop it in there and it once it reaches a certain degree. Like we're ready. That way you're not overcooking your, well, your meats. Because there's nothing worse than dry meat. Nothing, nothing worse. Nothing worse. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me If you follow the old Kit Carson Trail Till the desert meets the hills Oh, you certainly will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine, out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines, here is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see, she's deep.
to me one more time now. Oh. 